0: Siva yeah, Siva yeah. Choi. He's another legend. He's a legend. He has one of those like
1: smooth, buttery voices. Yeah, I mean, have you have you heard, have you heard the Cyclone stuff?
0: Uh, oh oh or, yeah, I have
1: yes. that big compilation of like old like Singapore stuff. Right, it's uh, like right. four four discs. I think I Right. Right. have like something on my page about it. Like right. I or I posted something in the Singapore group actually ah, okay. like okay. the box set Yep. I have it over. It's over on my rack. But yeah, it's. I love. I love the cyclones. were Were great, though, right?
0: Hello and welcome to Lion City Rock, the only podcast about Singapore's pop music scene that's hosted by. A guy called Kevin Matthews and a guy called Crystal, If you see any other podcasts that are being hosted by a guy called Kevin Matthews and a guy called Crystal, don't buy that. Don't. That, those are those are fake, fake, fake podcasts <laughs> Don't don't oh, don't buy those. <laughs> it's either that
2: or you're slipped into an alternate reality.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, you are everywhere,
2: all at once, right, or whatever it is that. The the twi- then the Twilight Zone theme will come in. The
0: twi- cannot I can 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 sing too much? Only four notes. Only. Hey, okay, copyright. Okay.
2: <laughs> copyright, yeah. <laughs> <Get the laughs> copyright strike. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, Kev, how how you been, man? How you been this past week? Or okay,
2: so? very chill, very chill. Catching up with people and uh, just doing the usual thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Exploring all the, you know, whatever AI has to offer us. To take Before over take the world. Over. <laughs> before they take over, before the singularity happens, <laughs> you know. So still, t- kind of ch- testing out the chat GPT and all the various AI art generators.
0: Mm, yeah. mm, mm. I've been avoiding that actually. I have not. I have not even. It's a bit it. of a
2: rabbit hole, uh, you know. Once you get started, that's it, man.
0: I'm still trying to crawl out from my TikTok rabbit hole, so. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. i
2: never, <laughs> I never started that, so I just leave, I'll leave that to you, i leave that
0: to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, TikTok. we'll, we'll, yeah. we we'll, are we'll, 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 gonna see if we can put up a, a Lion City Rock TikTok. I have no idea what mm. we're gonna put in there, uh, beyond the uh, beyond photos of our musical instruments and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, like, we'll see how it goes, uh. And then, uh, you know, I'll film you walking through, yeah, yeah. and coming out. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of that um, In case you guys don't know um, The second video mm, yeah. For Kevin's uh, Kevin's album Time Flies Just dropped a couple of weeks ago
2: Yeah, so it's uh, just a <laughs> video that, that Chris put together With kind of uh, stock footage uh, It's a video of being here So, I mean, there are two tracks That are about you know, under three minutes, that's one of them, and the other one's the title track.
0: So mm. we'll
2: start will you know, you know, people's attention spans are so short. So <laughs> you gotta give them something punchy, right? So I think that's a <laughs> fairly punchy track, very retro. So we'll see. See how people yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see how people <laughs> get into it or not. Right. Yeah, so you can just check it out on YouTube, just you know, it's Kevin Matthews uh being here. Then you'll probably mm. find it.
0: Yeah, so it's on YouTube. Is it? Are you putting it anywhere else? Have you put it anywhere else? It's no, just, it's just, just on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, at the moment okay. you
2: can put it on TikTok,
0: Okay, <laughs> I will. I'll do that. I'll do that. Once I, once I, once I, you know, figure out on the <laughs> working the inner workings of the ticks and the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking about like you know your album, right? You know, I, I th- whatever it is, right? I, I, I think it will fall into one of these two categories: like famous or forgotten. <laughs> but don't, don't worry because, uh, you know, somebody out there is keeping track of all these things. Yeah, he has a YouTube channel uh, called Famous of Forgotten Music. And uh, he's, been, he's been compiling a lot, a lot of uh, music from Singapore. Yeah. Right, uh, from the 60s all the way until you know the 70. I mean through the decades uh, 60s, 70s mm-hmm. 80s and all that um, yeah and these are these are some albums that some people might know um, I think everybody should get into it if you guys are really uh, interested in, in learning about you know Singapore's pop music history or the recorded music scene uh, because you can see a, a whole uh, musical journey of the Singapore pop scene <laughs> just by just checking out all the all the various so yeah uh, Well, without further ado, we're going to introduce the guy who's been putting this uh, YouTube channel together. Um, Please meet uh, Jake Kuzmal. Is that how I pronounce your last name? Yeah, Yeah,
1: you got it. You got it, man. It's uh, Kuzmal. Yeah, Kuz. Kuzmal. Right. Hey, hey, welcome to the pod,
0: Jake. Welcome, Jake
1: thank how you so you? much for having calling me it,
0: <laughs> calling in all the way from where
1: <laughs> from Tampa Florida in the United States oh
0: maybe maybe we, we can get into that like like what we're, uh, what do you what do you do over there and, and like how do you get into this whole music thing so I was born
1: in 1991 and this is a very interesting time in history because I'm part of the last generation uh, to really uh, the internet was just coming along. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, four or five years old, just kind of discovering what it was all about. And obviously, I, I knew about cassettes and, and floppy right. disks were still yeah. around. There was still like the uh, 1,035 free hours of AOL <laughs> right. going around. Okay. And, and so you still had like plenty of traditional inklings of musical exposure like I remember my uh, neighbor used to um, play a lot of uh, they would rather they would have a lot of Black Sabbath and Mm. you know a lot of hard rock Jimi Hendrix on this Mm -hmm. radio that they were listening to I think the station was like K-Rock and uh, my dad my dad he used to work for Sony as an audio product manager so oh, um, okay cool. so a lot of a lot of the stuff you used to bring home comprised uh, like mini discs and and CDs oh. of like uh, emerging artists I remember getting into spin doctors and silver chair wow oddly yeah. enough I think my first album that I ever owned was blink of an eye by ricochet that wow. was 1997 and then there was fight you know the the side project of Rob Halford, you know, after oh, right. he left right. Judas Priest. So there was a little bit of that, but then, and then when I was ten or eleven, that came like in the form of like LimeWire, BearShare, soulseek You know, the digital peer-to-peer file sharing. Yeah, yeah, So there was a little bit of that too, and I used to burn CDs of like my favorite stuff that would I would find. And um a lot of them was just songs that happened to be on albums and there were many and varied situations where I would get into just these um instances where I would compile enough tracks that were on an album anyway, for example like the black album by Metallica and then yeah. <laughs> and then I got like all of the Sex Pistols songs from the Nevermind the Bullocks album, and it, right. it was the funniest thing. I think I had found every track um, except EMI, you know, EMI! Right. You right. Know, yeah, You know, I got, um, so like, I remember when I just pieced this together, it expanded from the typical Western music, you know, US, UK. And then okay. around 2005, that's when I really got into Asian music. So like J-pop, uh, K-pop, and, and also C-rock, C-pop, Mando-pop, wow. Mando you know, Canto-pop. And uh, it, was, it was cool because YouTube started coming around in like mm-hmm. the mid to late 2000s was when yeah. it started becoming really popular. So, you know, through that, that was the next step. It went from traditional listening methods... To you know, peer to peer file sharing, and then, um, you know, YouTube. So through that, I got into heavy into like Asian music. There were like music streaming sites like J-pop, Suki TV on Winamp, and then you know, and then I got into Pinoy rock. You know, oh, like okay. wow. heads Eraserhead. and yeah. T yeah. Wolf and right. Yano and all that, and I I like connected the dots from there. I was like, OK, like, coincidentally, the the two bands that I um, got into after branching off from uh, J-pop and, you know, in uh, Chinese rock, like Tong Dynasty and Jian right. and all that. But then, you know, Filipino music and then connecting the dots, because my my two my two albums that I got into were Beautiful Machines by Pupil and then Five on okay. the Floor by uh, by Sandwich. And then I was like, oh, okay. Raymond Marisigan and uh, Eddie Buendia were both from the Eraser Heads. And then mm. thus, mm. like the whole like Club Dread scene and all that. And then, uh, you know, from there, uh, around 2010 um, is, is like when I was like, I wonder what Singapore is all about because at that point I got, you know, Japan, I got Mm -hmm. some bits of China, I got like tons of Chinese stuff and then, you know, Korean stuff, some Mongolian stuff, you know, like and uh, and, you know, all that stuff. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I wonder what Singapore is all about. The first problem that I had with Singapore music, not to start on a problematic note, but (laughs) I was like, okay. So I got so happy from the Odd Fellows. And like Mary said by the Padres, but then I go to look up their albums, and they're not available. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like not even like to buy for sale. And then I saw, like, and then it gave me false hope because there was this uh, thing where it was this uh, site called Noise Asia, Mm. and it had actually had the Pagans' uh, Stereo Kinetic Kinetic Spiral Dreams album. So I was like, what? This is in Hong Kong dollars. And I was like, I don't don't Um, know. And. And then, and then I found left of the dial, which right. had okay. all the you know, Mortal Flower and yeah. Padre's radio station. So I was yeah. like, okay, maybe this will suffice for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> and with singapore music, it's been like a contentious journey ever. Ever since, because all the albums that I've accumulated thus far are very expensive, unnecessarily at that, because there's a very uneven collector market. You know, oh, like a lot of okay. people, like you'd find the Padres Night album mm, yeah. for $10. I remember uh contacting... Right. Mohudrazi from Teenage Head Records. Yeah. And because someone on SoulSeek had like a YouTube recording of November 91. Right. And I was like, where can I find more Padres? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, where can I find Oddfellows Teenage Head? He's like, right. this user was like, dude, Oddfellows Teenage Head? That's impossible to find. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you should ask. Rodzi, you know teen, teenage head records he right. might know something yeah so that's through him i was like Do you have the padres night and uh and he got it for me and then i posted the thing on my page right. i remember seeing the album from another seller um okay. and it was like it was like two hundred dollars are you wow. kidding? And i was like <laughs> but you know Rodzi had it for like 10 and then and then i go and i'm like okay so humpback oak is the next one so yeah. painstain morning yeah. that's the next one i i search for it i think it was on ebay i find an ebay listing i'm like okay that's rare so mm-hmm. i'm like okay painstain morning for five dollars <laughs> <laughs> better snatch that and then you see another seller selling like both painstain morning and ghost father the second album for yeah. two hundred dollars like what? wow that's, that's probably me <laughs> and, then, and then of course you know and then teenage head you see a listing on carousel which I can't even access because I'm in America. Right. <laughs> you see, Carousel has Teenage Head by the Oddfellows for $10. On Discogs, they have it for like 200 or 300. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so it's, it's like, it's like a, kind of a love hate journey, you know? <laughs> it's, it's a very overwhelming, very exhaustive, very expensive kind of journey. But I'm I'm glad to have all of these albums. I'm glad that this is finally available. So now you can find uh, "What's Your Story" by the Padres. Mm-hmm. So now you can find, you know, radio station the single with "Angel" right. as the B-side, and then mm-hmm. just tons of stuff. You can even find that bonus track that Chris Ho implanted because he was very infamous for his bonus tracks. I raise
0: my-
2: Let me march down to your So here's a here's a trivia trivia one for you regarding the radio station. Yeah uh, the the single. Did you ever hear the hidden track on that?
1: Um it's after Angel. After Angel, I don't I don't as a a hidden track. uh, oh wow i I probably listened to a little bit of it, but not the whole thing,
2: yeah, so check it out. Let me know what you think about that
1: <laughs> oh man so so
2: so, so Joe Young is my neighbor actually.
1: does he have corporate toils like full discography Tell him to get on that <laughs> Because I can't find EP, which you know, ironically, is the name of their album. I can't find that anywhere. I know it was like basically sold, you know, to somebody. Somebody has it in an attic, <laughs> sitting somewhere. But uh, I would, I would love to hear more corporate talk because I have the New School Rock, New School Rock Volume One, which has you know, um, Hope and Requiem. Hope and Requiem uh, and uh,
0: King Eric, yeah, yeah. King
1: Eric, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So how do, you, how do you find out about all these other other acts and stuff like from the past?
1: Good question. Well, it's just a matter of, like you said, bad tra- backtracking, you okay. know, looking at old articles saying like, or like kind of like retrospective articles where they're like, these were like the top like classic bands in Singapore. So you'll find like editorials about Western Union Band and about like, you know, the Quest and uh, Matthew and the Mandarins was another one. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, even, you know, someone as common as Anita Sarawa or Tracy Huang, like you would find stuff like that. And I was like, okay, well, I already have an avenue for that. Another thing I would do is I would get a, a Singapore a Singaporean iTunes gift card, and then that's oh, okay, how I would okay. get Singaporean releases because they weren't available in the American iTunes. So oh, that's right, how I right. okay wow. So, so that's how I discover you know Class Acts and and like you know all these all these classic things, and you know it was just. Uh, random searching and just being lucky, you know? I didn't know that I would find a, a CD box set of all the, you know, retrospective mm. uh, 60s Singapore scene. That that was like a lucky find. I mean, I knew of the Nuggets series. It had like right. the Quest. I think uh, Hava Nagila was one of the songs. it yeah. all be your man. And then <laughs> Bad Loser by... Naomi and the boys, Naomi and the boys, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it, that's the extent of it. On your
0: channel, you you have a lot of stuff, right? Everything, going through, going through, listening to all these kind of things. Like, I guess, I guess the the thing I'm gonna ask, like, why,
2: why, why do you like listening
0: to to, to the to music from from Singapore? I mean, mm-hmm.
2: are you from Asia. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Asia. It's good to say, it Kicked yeah. you off, um,
1: right? So why, just, why why Asia pop yeah? Well, it's just uh, it's just a matter of interest, right? You start up in Japanese music, and then you you branch off. Okay, from Japan, how about China? From from China, you know, you did all the nineties, you did all the Tang Dynasty, Miserable Faith, Silver right. Ash, and all that, and then <laughs> you do. Um, You know, from there, Filipino music, like I said, talking about (laughs) the whole club dread scene, Rizal Underground, Yano, the youth. And then you're like, okay, well, how about Singapore? Like I said, there's the contention of the uneven collector market. So you start Mm -hmm. out small on YouTube, you know, okay, so you can't find. The Padres yet you can't find the Oddfellows yet so right. you just compile compile what you can find so you know it, it was all a matter of making playlists and besides uh, the '90s stuff there was also a bit of the '2000s stuff Electrico, and it was it, it was really cool you know at least like I'll have something to keep me satiated for the time being okay <laughs> but. Okay. Uh, but as far as, like, the vibes that I um, gather from Singapore music, the vibes that I glean, hmm. it's really cool. It it has its own, like, individualistic charm. Like, I, um, it does have, you know, obvious influence from the U.S., U.K., but then there's the Singaporean influence, like uh, hmm. and what we were talking about. If we just compile pop music into this broad kind of nebulous thing, Mm -hmm. Dick Lee, (laughs) Dick Mm. Lee, case in point, you know, he he did that song fried rice paradise, you know, and I love like picking up on those little, like little isms and, and just like kind of getting into the culture, you know, like Dick Lee also had this performance where he kind of broke down Singlish, you know, the yeah. la, le, lo, and what, you know, yeah, yeah. So it, it was really cool, like, kind of learning about that. It's 85. music has a lot of a British influence, like especially in the Padres, and mm-hmm. like you find that in the Padres. But you also find like uh, like more American influence in the Oddfellows because the Oddfellows right. were influenced by the Replacements and R.E.M. Mm-hmm. and you know bands like that, and especially in Humpback Oak, you have Leslie Low. He's very in tune to uh you know rem that whole michael Stipe like you know folky kind of downtrodden bleak kind of sound Mm. so that that's what i've surmised about the whole thing it's like all these different influences taken in and like i said it has its own uniqueness about it like something uniquely singaporean about Mm. the whole thing so
0: so here's here's the other thing as well like like is there was there or is there a particular album or, or band that you like you know I must I must get everything from them that kind of thing or like what's your favorite <laughs> what's your favorite well, the, of <laughs> well, of
1: course it was it was um, it was uh, the Odd Fellows and the Padres. I was like, I must get like, right, all right. the Padres, you know, and all the Odd Fellows, corporate oil, <laughs> corporate okay, oil yeah, now, yeah. especially. I mean, I have, <laughs> I have, I have, uh, the Electroplasm with uh, CU1359, oh, okay. and it's, it's really cool. And it's really interesting, you know, when you look through the compilations and stuff, all the new school rock volumes, like they evolve <laughs> over time. They start up kind of British indie pop, you know, a la C eighty six and all that, right. like that kind of influence. And then they kind of move on to electronic and something more industrial. So mm. I always thought that was pretty cool. And you know, I have all of the new school rock volumes now. So wow. it, it's okay. really it's really surreal to to have all of those. And, and to, yeah constantly draw something from them or like it's one of those instances where you pick up something new each time
2: i think the the the, the real surreal thing is that somebody from florida yeah right is is, is at all interested <laughs> in, in singapore music because the the majority of singaporeans don't give a fuck about singapore music <laughs> to be honest. So that's, to me,
1: surreal. Yeah. If you want to add further to the surreality, um, I'm also disabled, you know, I'm in a wheelchair. You you might have uh, seen that, but that was always a thing. In high school, it was all like I was actually, you know, someone, some people would pick up on my, you know, I guess you would say foreign... Music taste and okay. someone, you know, would gravitate to it. And someone would, because of that kind of alienation, they kind of being an outcast. I was the only guy in the wheelchair, and <laughs> I have cerebral palsy, but I was the only guy in a wheelchair in school throughout, like, you know, from elementary school to high school. And like, that was always the thing. So, like, I would go and try to make friends. and I, And like, people would say, like, why do you like Wolfgang? Or nah. why do you like Hale? Or why do you like these like bands from Asia? And then I be- became like the weird guy in the wheelchair who likes Asian music. <laughs> so yeah, that that kind of doubles down on the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's interesting because te- definitely you have a way broader knowledge of, of the music from here than I, 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 most of the people I know. Uh, you know,
2: uh, I mean, I think I think it just demonstrates a point that that we Chris and I always like to kind of make is that you know the Singapore music just like any other music right you know can appeal to anyone right and yeah yeah. if they kind of give it a chance and if they <laughs> actually <laughs> listen, listen to it yeah right A lot of times, you know, these, these, you know, um, so-called listening preferences have a lot of pre-conceived kind of bias attached to it. Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely.
1: You mm. are not wrong.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we used to, I mean, (laughs) we always bitch about the Pinkerton syndrome and stuff like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, But, but I mean, you know, it, it, for, I mean, for myself, I mean, you know, I, I, I also got into to listening to music through the Odd Fellows. I mean, I wanted to start a band because I saw the Odd Fellows uh, perform you know yeah. and my thing was like, they can do it surely I can do it surely I can yeah. do it I mean it doesn't look I mean, that difficult you
1: know? <laughs> yeah I mean Chris Ho took a chance on it, the almighty Chris Ho and like yeah, you yeah. know like you know his, he, you're used to you know his voice you know already you could you know hear him in interviews and all that he was like there would be without Jimmy Wee yeah. there would be no back Oak first album. There would be no Dick Lee phenomenon. There would yeah, be no yeah. Jacinta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always had a way about him like that. But, you know, ever since they released, yeah, Little Ong or whoever that filmed that, released the whole Chris Ho interview. That was like mm, mm, mm. a whole nugget of joy, you know, <laughs> like 30 minutes of Chris Ho, like, yeah. just, you know, enjoying... His perspective on things and stuff, and he was really, if you look back on it, he was really a champion in getting like the smaller bands a big platform,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's funny because just now you mentioned uh Jimmy Wee, so yeah, so what, what, okay, so recently, uh, Francis, you know, from uh, opposition party, right, mm. they posted on their Facebook that they, re- that they received. This comment that uh, Op are uh, not punk because they they, they release stuff from Pony Canyon.
1: Right, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Um, uh, you actually, I remember. I saw your your comment thread. You were um, you uh, expressed that, and I was like, what? Yeah. Like, how could how could yeah. a young like? And I was talking with Kevin like after our interview because I yeah. uh, I interviewed him for Time Flies and after our interview i was like how can that be because like if if some like younger person like around my age 30s and you know 20s even younger knows about opposition party enough so that they say like oh they were punk you know or they weren't punk because they signed the pony canyon like, surely they must know about Odd Fellows. Could you imagine? And then I said, can you imagine, like, a five-year-old, like, getting into Odd Fellows or the Padres or, like, with... Uh... Yeah, but it's just, it's just
2: you know, this amusing thing about some Gen Z, kid yeah, know, trying to argue that. No P.M. No just like, what? <laughs>
1: You're
2: yeah,
1: talking cock straight away, right? I mean the yeah. was- <laughs> like- second. I was gonna actually say, like, when I interviewed, back when I interviewed Patrick Chung for his new album for The Odd I was gonna right. say, like, when posting to my page, talking cock with, with Patrick Jones, But then it would be like lost in translation because over again, yeah, like, no one knows what right, that, right. that yeah, means.
2: Yeah, nobody would get it,
0: yeah. It's true. I mean, that that sadly is is, is, is I guess, more the 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 misconceptions, I would say, to use
2: a... <laughs> uh, why no, no, I mean, time, pe- blah, blah, I mean kind of there's, there's no acceptance and, and it's still there there's no acceptance mm. of, of Singapore music because the classic story is a couple of years ago, the, uh, the Singapore Music Society went to talk to the director of the Media Corp Radio mm. about, mm. you know, having a quota for local music, right? right. Yeah. As they do in many, many countries around the world. The moment is everybody sat down for the meeting, the first thing the director said is, I hate Singapore music. Yeah, That's the starting, that's the starting point. But that's normal. That's their starting point. The starting point. Is, I hate
1: Singapore music, so you guys... Did they shoot it, it down? Like, did they have, like, no... like Because I know that they have, like, that, that stuff around the world. Like, in Zambia, you, you play this much Zamrock. And in, in Canada, you play tragically hip for all hours yeah. of the day. And this is the, but, like, why can't you yeah. play Padres or yeah, yeah. anything?
2: <laughs> yeah, but that is, but that is what we have been facing... For years and years and years here. Yep. Do you do you
1: think it was like after the sixties or even during the sixties like there was some reason? No, no, no. No.
2: It, no, it's because of the seventies when the government banned Yeah, yeah, the clamp
1: down and all that.
2: Uh, so after that everybody's like afraid of it. So oh, all the all, all Singaporeans were raised to believe that Singaporeans cannot be creative, Singaporeans cannot be artistic, Singaporeans cannot play music, Singaporeans can have right, nothing right, to right, do right, with the right, arts. Right,
1: yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. So what you're saying, and that even like brings about a certain hesitance, even within like the people in charge of promoting it, like who are in a position where they're actually able to do something about it.
2: I mean, yeah, we, we can go on and on about this. Particular topic. <laughs> that's, why, that's why. That's
1: why there's there's zero piracy until I came along. <laughs> until famous or forgotten music. Well, no, I said I'm not the only one, sir. No, like, so no, so that that's a good
2: point you raised about piracy because the how you how we you know that Singapore mu- music was big in the '60s. That uh, we know that uh Singapore music is big in the sixties because it was pirated.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Same even the seventies or so, like you know like with what Richard Richard Khan was saying about Yeah,
2: exactly. That's how you know. That they the pirates were, were 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 pirating it. That's how you know they were, it was successful. It was it was popular. Cause they were- yeah, yeah.
1: I mean I heard that was the case with uh, October Cherries. They were like yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the yeah. like the big bands to be pirated back in the day, and like yeah. I, I guess, well, only recently you could find their first album. Someone posted both sides of their first album. Mm-hmm. I think it's Meet the October Cherries. Yeah, but uh, I think there's Dream Seller. I, I actually found Dream Seller. Like, I, and it's it's something how like that you can find that, but you can't find. Uh, the second, you can find the first Western Union album, but not the second one. Like you can find mm-hmm. maybe like a listing for the vinyl, but the, no one has it for sale.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot, Jake. Uh, how much of your how much of your time do you spend like just you know surfing through and trying to get all these things?
1: Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I have an ego life for the most part when I can, but like other than that, like oh, like what? Uh, it was really peeved. I was really, you know, TO'd, if you will, you know, because I missed I missed getting Corporate Toil's EP album and I missed uh right. actually no I didn't miss the other <laughs> one but I'm really set on getting nothing on the radio which is kind of what started it all in terms of like indie indie music but I did I did find uh uh, Razor's Edge and uh, oh, the Chris whoa. Chris Ho, the Happy Ghost, just from SoundClick. But okay. whoever has, <laughs> I'm calling this now. And, and also this goes for your album, your album too, Midnight in June. And nothing on the radio and the EP, whoever has it, upload it or give it to me. <laughs>
0: Send it over to send it over to the address. uh, So uh, so I'm sure you have the
2: plus sixty five plus sixty five compilation.
1: The indie rock? No, I don't. And I actually, I actually knew about that. I don't have that. I Uh, don't have like any like Shireen's closet or uh, Mm. nothing, nothing of that sort. And someone was actually asking for for AWOL uh, midnight in June and I said it was on carousel but it already sold and like I said yeah yeah someone hasn't gotten around to posting it but there's also another thing to be discussed too like a lot of these bands who were part of the alternative scene even Mm -hmm. they don't have copies of their own albums and I was like
0: whoa (laughs) yeah that's how that's how that's how we treated our own music
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man
2: Yeah, but you know you must always remember back back then right to them pop music is just it's throw away yeah correct yeah yeah that's true that's true it's not important so why do you <laughs> keep it why do you want to keep yeah. it yeah
1: yeah and, it, and it's super because even if you have a 29 30 year old album like mm-hmm. in the archives mm-hmm. or like you have it ready to post don't be afraid of, of posting it like so many people, I think, especially in your scene, like there, it's something that you know, I'd surmise as an American listener, just a microcosm of the world, like noticing like a lot of these bands regard their albums as you know, yeah, it sold one or two thousand, ah, that, that's enough, yeah, and then and then it's like, well, this is something I gave the old college try. If it sells, great, if it doesn't, yeah, but then they feel. Even twenty nine, thirty years later, they feel detached from that album, and I'm like, "Where's this? Come on, it's coming up thirty years. Release, release the album. What, what are you waiting for?" And it's like, I think, I
0: mean, I don't know whether this is true only of like musicians or whatever, but for a lot of artists, right? Even even yeah. your your actors and stuff like that. For a lot of them, once that job is done, they are moving on to the next thing, and they're you know a lot of times the brain doesn't figure that into the equation anymore
1: you yeah, know, and I mean, this is, yeah and as a, a quick segue from that you see you see how some America a guy from America is really passionate about you know some <laughs> albums that some guys in the 90s scene did, like, 29, 30 years ago. And I'm like, where's this album? Where's this album? Where's this album? Where's it? Come on, upload this album or stream it or whatever. And I'm like, and then you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can only speak for myself, but frankly, at that point in time, it was, it was either we do it or we don't do it. I mean, we did actually right. record a, a so-called second album I had. I mean the 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 original a wall kind of broke up about a year after that. That uh, they I went a <laughs> essentially, literally, literally went a wall. I mean, again, again, there were a lot of things like, uh, you know, I think the basis was going away or something, uh, like moving yeah. out.
1: Well, so life happens, I guess.
0: Yeah, 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 and and like you know, every like some some other guys were starting out new jobs and stuff. which was taking out a lot right. of time, and then nobody yeah. wanted to
1: commit. Well, interestingly, like a lot of uh, a lot of stuff from India from like the 70s is getting hmm. like a new lease on life. Uh, stuff from the High, and I think like the savages and um, like stuff from like calcutta 66 and all that and i wow i love i love it when you know people eventually like okay we'll get to it and then when they get to it it's like yeah it's finally up like Mm -hmm. we actually got class acts you know i guess we got the licensing for those albums uh, relatively recently and i was like yeah (laughs) <laughs> I can allow all, all on streaming and Gingerbread and, you know, all that. Right, right. Yeah. And, and before then, I would only listen to samples and just wish that I had those albums. <laughs> but um, I, I'm really also interested, other than, you know, Nothing on the Radio and EP by Corporate Toil and all that, mm. and also like old Oddfellow stuff from like the late 80s. <laughs> You know, like phony um, accent and right, you know right. mild and even mild, not for yeah. even it not for sale. <laughs> I wanted to see what's on that but um other than that I'm also in, interested in Chris Ho's books that he wrote uh, like Skew mm. me You Rebel Me yeah,
0: those those are, those are definitely out of print man I have no idea where to get them <laughs>
1: Yeah um, I actually I actually there was an Australian book store and they had a, a copy of Scooby Roadway. Oh, really? wow I, yeah, yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't get it because they they did this whole like spiel about the pandemic and I, I guess like oh. uh COVID was still rampant at the time. So right. now obviously it's out of stock, but you know, it'd be interesting also to get into books like Chris Hull did books and then uh, mm-hmm. Damien Sin did uh, like a collection mm-hmm. of sh- short stories, too. And I, yep. I was wondering, you know, other than collecting Singapore albums, it'd be cool to, you know, get Singapore books, too. <laughs> I know that you you tend to like, um, you know, draw upon like previous experience, and we talked about, uh, yeah. you know, the um, the comment of that you know a youngster quote unquote made about opposition party not being mm. punk because they signed to Pony good. Canyon, and yeah. and then I was wondering like uh, in in uh, in your perspective, Kevin and Chris do you think the reception to singapore music of the past is is um a lot more nowadays do you think younger people are tuning in more to like you know the Oddfellows or the padres or anything like that or or are they still kind of disenchanted and like not gonna bother
2: if 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 they are interested in local music, it will not be from thirty years ago or forty years ago. <laughs> not even yes, probably no
1: not even electrical. And they were like, you know, early mid yeah, yeah. 2000s. But,
2: Probably not even electrical. Yeah, probably not even electrical. Yeah.
0: I think I think it depends on it depends on on if you're talking about like the general public that kind like just the casual listeners and all that, definitely I don't think so.
1: I don't think so, even now, even in like 2020s, like it hasn't improved at all. No, no, because no, I, no. Think,
0: I think a lot of the time, because people don't consider, like what Kevin was saying, don't consider, like, say, the pop, pop scene or the pop culture scene, to, to, be, to be honest, uh, as a necessary part of their lives, right? So, they, don't, they won't go into deep dives about it, right? So, what they will, <laughs> what they will know is what they will read or, mm. or what they glean from the internet. So, if they yep. see it, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and yeah. then if it piques their interest, then in, they go, okay, I'll just... You know, this will be like a sampler, like my, my... You know, it's like it's like a free trial kind of thing. So, they'll mm-hmm, go and yeah. do the free trial thing. And then if they like it, then maybe they might want to do it. But if they don't, or they may not even go in... They, they, it could just be like your background noise stuff to, to play in the background while you're doing something else. So, you're not actually consciously paying attention. Yeah, I mean, even in,
1: even to add to my own personal experience, I mean... Even because of that disenchantment, like taking the music scene for granted, uh, a lot of people, you know, when uh, I I posted uh, Chris Ho's music when he was still alive, Mm -hmm. and then when he died, they reacted as if it was always there and I was like no oh, this, right. this wasn't there until like a couple days ago or like a couple right. months ago but that's the thing like but you know the the best feeling in the world the best feeling in the world is when you get someone that's like i haven't heard this song or album in years thank you so mm-hmm. much thank mm, you right. so much for posting this album i haven't heard that in so long thank you for posting old Oddfellows. thank you for Mm -hmm. posting padres even regal vigor like like where you know it's like where the hell did you get this you had to get lucky and you know to sort of um put this all into one perspective like your music it means a lot to me both Mm -hmm. you guys your music means a lot to me Oh, okay. a lot of Singapore music in general means means a lot to me. It's valid. It has substance. It deserves, you know, big O uh, deserves to be on the same kind of pedestal as sub pop, and right. you know, like, and I, I wish, <laughs> I wish there was a day where I would take famous and forgotten music the channel down. Like I wouldn't need it if if there was a bunch of stuff already available, but there isn't, and that's the frustrating part. But I'm gonna keep going, guys. I'm gonna keep. Thank thank
0: you so much for doing that because you know, not only has it proven a great resource for me (laughs) when doing this podcast, (laughs) but uh, but I mean, you know, again, like I would say, eighty percent of the stuff that you put on, I have not heard in years. So I'm I'm, oh, wow. I'm really appreciative of the fact that you're putting up all these things because uh, these things have been, you know, they mark my my own personal uh, music journey. And so I'm I was listening to all these things. Back then, I just like you know, for for whatever it is, I don't have the cassette or uh, most of them I bought were cassettes. So I, I really don't have the cassettes anymore after the whole cassette thing died out. I don't even have a you know a proper cassette player these days. It's really it's really cool that, that yeah like well I was just like oh I remember this one I remember this track so yeah no so really thank you very much for, for for doing that kind of stuff you know
1: yeah I mean yeah the first cassette tape that I ever got is Singapore music now that you mention cassettes is why you so like that by right? you know
2: <laughs> 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 and <I> love it.
1: <laughs> and the, the one track that always like makes me giggle. Is uh, the one what? with the tunnel with Robert Selvanayagam Selmanay- and his partner Abeng, and they uh, they like oh, the, they drill the, 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 <laughs> like a tunnel between Singapore and Johor Bahru, yeah. and, and, and like like um, like Shiva Troy with his uh, you know his golden buttery voice as he goes. Good afternoon, Robert. And Uh, Robert (laughs) Salmaniagum goes good evening, (laughs) like like just like that, like um, like uh, he's. And what I got from that is like Robert Salmaniagum is so disoriented from digging and digging and digging that like he doesn't even know what day it is. (laughs) But like it was interesting to find like on the back of that CD cover that I saw. Uh, that was actually ad libbed, and like uh, I was like, wow! Like my one of my favorite yeah. skits on that album is like uh, it's not scripted. Yeah, 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 it's pretty cool, and it goes to show that's like again, that shows like what magic any medium mm. of Singapore music or skits have. Again, mm. it has merit. I I love it. You know, everything that I got <laughs> into, like I fully get into. I support.
0: No, thank you very much for 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 doing that. Yeah yeah. you're yeah, our only uh, US uh, listener. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, actually I know I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna put myself in that spot by saying that. But you know, actually okay, maybe maybe before we go, uh, I don't wanna take up too much of your time because yeah. I know it must be pretty late over there. Um, but uh, can I can I just ask what is your 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 most uh treasured like find, mm. so to speak? The the one that, you know, like wow you're searching high and low or the, or the most challenging one that you you you
1: managed to get well i got the teenage head and carnival by the okay. odd fellows i got i got those like i finally i was like i one day one day i'm gonna get those and right. uh, yeah i think uh those are my most treasured finds i'm really really elated and relieved that i got erratic by concave scream, and then you know, by a, okay. a fellow listener to this podcast, he actually provided uh, um, like uh, what did he provide? He provided the first album from Concave Scream, so I have both of those. Okay. Okay. And then and then he also provided Pumpback Hope's third album, Side A, Side B. Oh, so okay. I have side B, side B. the two and then I have the third one, so that's good. And then, uh, and then another guy uh, came through with, you know, Pagan demos. Well, it was post pagans oh. when they did Star. He, uh, he came through right. with those. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I'm really okay. grateful. Ooh. Like, and, uh, you know, and also, you know, Chris Ho's uh, solo stuff, or not that, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, stuff like uh, No Ordinary Country. I even yeah. heard that. I was mm-hmm. like, where's that? And, You know, thankfully, even with the indifference prominent in Singapore music, some people are there to help you out. And and I truly appreciate that. You know, whoever's there to help you out, oh, I'll help you find this album and that. I'm truly grateful for that. That definitely means a lot. So, you know, whoever's listening, I I thank you from the bottom (laughs) of my heart. Like, find these albums. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm going to keep going.
2: Yeah, fantastic!
0: Thank yeah, you. man. Yeah, you, 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 Jake. You are a true blue Lion City rocker, man. Yeah, we're, we're gonna give you that badge. You get top <laughs> badge <for laughs> us. Uh, oh, most yeah. definitely. Yeah.
1: Thank you, guys. It's an honor.
0: It's really not seriously. Like, like I, ha- I didn't. Re- I mean, I only discovered your site like uh, maybe last year or the yeah. You know, Towards the end of 2021, I mean, when we actually started doing stuff for for this mm, mm, mm. for this podcast, then I, was, I said I need to get the music because there's no point doing a podcast <laughs> if I can't share yeah, snippets yeah. of the music. right? Yeah, yeah. And that was when I first like, oh, yeah, uh, that's strange. I I thought, seriously, initially, initially when I saw the thing, I thought it was some some local guy from Singapore. Like just putting stuff up for the sake of it. Then I realized that this guy doesn't sound anything This guy doesn't sound anything like. A, like a <laughs> the thing, yeah, the thing
1: that the thing that uh, astounded me is like I post music as you know from like all around the world, so people think yes. that yes. I'm Thai or that I'm Filipino or yes. that I'm Chinese, <laughs> or they, you know, and 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 they think I'm some like 40, 45, 50 forty-five, fifty-year-old, and I'm like, no, I'm just thirty, <laughs> yeah. and I'm yeah, yeah. from America, and they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blows them away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man, but, but great job, and please do keep it well up, done. Man. Well <laughs> done, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's it's. I mean, it's not easy to do this kind of thing, uh. We and, and we know as well. So it's. It, I mean, really kudos to you and, and hats off la, Because without this kind of thing, some. I mean, I'm not. I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed to admit that sometimes when I'm looking for ideas and stuff. Well, this guy has put up this thing. Let's let's talk and I'll tell Kevin. Hey, let's talk about this or, okay. or whatever it is. You no, know, or we'll. Get a topic that I know that I can get some musical support from your direction. It
1: <laughs> is really cool. Right? <laughs> I, I'm glad to I'm glad to work behind the scenes, being that unpaid <laughs> intern. But I'm I'm very you know I'm very honored to work indirectly with you guys.
0: I tell you what I tell you what the moment we get our first uh, you know money's coming in from a podcast I'll give you a I'll give you a
1: percentage. <laughs> cool, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it'll probably be just enough for a cup of coffee, but yeah. yeah <laughs> it's good. Any amount helps.
1: Thanks, guys. Or maybe just a creamer. Or just a creamer <laughs> yeah, yeah, creamer. <laughs> Singapore. Yeah. yeah at least, Singapore. at least send me like, at least send me like, good items from Sing. It doesn't even have to be music. Okay, okay. That, like, give me like goods from Singapore. <laughs>
0: I'll send. I'll send you the Carnation milk they use in our Kopi C <laughs> okay. over here. So oh <laughs> man! Evaporated milk, they call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah oh, yeah man. but but no Thank thanks so much man thank you thanks. for taking thanks time for out eight. i know it's really thank late you. Over where you are right now man so thanks so much for, for being a part of this podcast. you got it man. yeah okay well we'll see you again see you online yeah see yeah. you on your channel famous and forgotten music famous parents, or forgotten the, music <laughs> famous or oops famous or forgotten music is a is the is a youtube page that um uh, Jake here uh, curates and posts stuff very, very regularly. So if you want to know anything about, if you're going to hear Singapore music from the past 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, um, you know, just just go in there. He's an
1: exclusive for listeners. I just got the quests, recollecting the quest volume two. So expect that really soon. I'm going to upload that. Hmm. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah. So go check out that. Uh, Volume one is up there already. So you can go listen to that. Some really good tracks in
1: in that in that
0: whole album. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you if you if you want to know everything that the Quest put out, just just go and check out these two albums. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks so much again, and we'll see you next time online.
2: Thanks, <laughs> thanks guys. Bye bye.
1: Thank you, Kevin have and Chris. So have Thank a good you. morning. <laughs> yeah.
2: Bye bye.
0: Yeah, and that was a. Uh, Jake, Jake Kosmal from uh, Tampa, Florida yeah. talking about Singapore music I mean, yeah, yeah so, I mean, like, like you said Kev, you know it's, it's so strange to hear somebody yeah. or to, to realise that somebody like halfway across the
2: world literally right, yeah. listening to but, to uh, a yeah. music and liking it and yeah but also, you know world is a big place so there must mm. be someone mm. like, you know. there must somebody there right there must yeah. be at least one guy <laughs> out of 7 yeah. billion people come must out must be
0: at least one, guy one like Jake right yeah. if you can't even get the one uh, well, it's <laughs> but yeah so thanks thanks for, for listening into this one if you like this uh, episode please um, subscribe click the bell uh, and do whatever is necessary so that you'll know when the next episode is coming out um, you can talk to us or drop us a line or message on Instagram and on Facebook but under the Fast Colors uh, Monica that's F-A-S-T-C-O-L-O-R-S mm. yeah and if you want to help support this channel because right now we're doing everything out of pocket mm. and our pockets are getting shallow mm. and <laughs> shallow as the years go, as the days go by yep. um, do drop us a donation there's a link and uh, uh, in, in the just after the show notes so yeah, please uh, support us in that way. We'll great, greatly appreciate. I mean, just 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 the price of a kopi kopi c for two of us can really <laughs> Like you like you kopi like c, right, Kevin? Kopi um... o, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So kopi <laughs> for Kevin. Uh, copy kopi c for me. <laughs> and then and that that's all. we ask that's all we are. We need to have our weekly kopi uh, sessions. Um, but uh, but thanks so much again for listening in. And um, until next yeah next time until next time. next time we'll see you again. Take care. Ciao. Ciao.